Welcome to Your Strata Property, the podcast for property owners looking for reliable, accurate, and bite-sized information from an experienced and authoritative source. To access previous episodes and useful strata tips, go to www.yourstrataproperty.com.au. Hello and welcome. I'm Amanda Farmer and this is Your Strata Property. Neville Mawira is an assistant community manager with a combined nine years experience in community management and luxury hospitality operations in the Middle East. He has extensive experience with private community management firms and in-house with a large-scale master developer. He also has experience in the preparation of operational budgets and policy formulation for master plan developments and mixed-use hotel resort operations. Neville has been a member of the Community Association Institute since 2013. Today, I am delighted to welcome Neville Mawira. Welcome, Neville. Thank you, Amanda. It's great to be on your show. Lovely to have you here as well. Neville, you're coming to us all the way from Dubai, and I am just so excited to have you on the show and to know that we have a big fan on the other side of the world, hopefully more than one, and you have taken the time out of your busy schedule to come and chat with us today, and I thank you for that. That was kind of you. Thank you so much. Well, thank you for joining us. And we're here to chat all things community management. And we really want to hear your perspective on communities in the UAE and how they might be different to our communities here in Australia. Neville, what are some exciting things on the horizon for community living in the UAE? Well, in community living in Dubai, we have um, kind of like a shifted our focus as an industry towards offering deliverables that are more aligned to what residents are looking for in terms of personalized service, Mm -hmm. in terms of uh, relevance in amenities being offered in communities. Well, because we come from a background where we now have uh, very advanced buildings, multi-component structures Mm -hmm. that offer us um, a chance to incorporate the nice amenities that you wouldn't find normally in some residential buildings. But now what has happened is the developers have tried to outperform each other in terms of offering buildings that are well fancier, more luxurious than the other developer. It kind of like gives us our work cut out already as community managers in terms of what we have to offer to the guests. Mm-hmm. So in the horizon, I can see a bigger focus and greater success being made in terms of delivering personalized service yeah. and like bespoke concierge services and communities. It's no longer the old kind of business of we have these rules, we have these community rules, this is what you need to do. Now the focus is making every resident feel at home. Yeah. It's our job as community managers to make sure that we have as little turnover in terms of residents than we had in the past because the longer the residents stay, well, the more likely they are to be a good ambassador of the community as well as the community management company because they know the person, they know the structures, they know the policies, they know the way you treat the community. And so there's um, more of a personalized service than what we had in the past. Mm-hmm. We now combine our great uh, focus in tourism and hospitality in Dubai. It's slowly being absorbed into community management. We now have long-term 
residents staying in our communities. Yeah, it's really fascinating. And I think Dubai has a reputation, um, right or wrong, I haven't been there myself, but for having a very high standard of living and perhaps some very discerning residents and certainly visitors. And it sounds like what you're letting us in on there is a, a window into that world where your clients, the residents, are demanding a very high level of service from their community managers and that focus on personalised service. And I love it there how you differentiate between the role of the manager, which is perhaps now an old-fashioned role, simply to know the rules and enforce the rules and tell you what you should and shouldn't do, as opposed to the manager who is there to provide high-level service, concierge services you mentioned there. That's right. And I I think that's something that we're seeing coming through here in our developments in Australia as well, certainly through the demands of the market. They want that more personalised service. You want to be able to have a place to... Telephone at any hour of the night when you need, uh, whether it's food or a massage or tickets or, you know, that high standard of living. And I find it interesting that it's community managers in Dubai who are providing that service. Is that a fair summary, Neville? That's a fair summary. That's actually a summary today, but probably will be an industry standard uh, in the future. Mm. Probably this is something that will be slowly be demanded not actually expected, but something that you'll be demanded to deliver. And your services as a community manager will probably be judged more on that level because we now have greater levels of community engagement. Well, that brings me to the other point where because of advanced technologies and social media and things like that, Mm -hmm. your performance as a body corporate manager or as a community manager is something that's very fluid and Mm -hmm. The moment you are not able to handle one situation, it can blow out and ruin your reputation in a matter of seconds. Uh, Whereas in the past, you could have these little problems pop up here and there. And you probably in the worst case scenario would have a board meeting that would be rocky or you'd have an annual general assembly that would be really bad where people bring up all the incidents in the past. But right now, your digital footprint as a community manager is available for everyone to see that. XYZ is managing a community and he has done one, two, three things in the past and this week. Mm. It's becoming a bit more, uh, we have too many spotlights on the industry right now. So the price to perform well Mm. is is getting higher. Uh, But also, the rewards are getting bigger if you're really responsive to your community. It's, it's really worth the, the effort, to be honest. Yeah. yeah. I suppose increased standards mean there is a need for increased professionalism, which then when you're operating as a professional, then you have the trust of your clients and you can reap the rewards of that. And it's not just the trust of your clients, but perhaps financial yeah. benefits as well. And you're remunerated to the standard that you deserve if you're performing as you should be. Yeah. That's true. What would you say, Neville, owners are struggling with in the UAE at the moment? Same things they struggle with in Australia. (laughs) (laughs) Parking, pets, and uh, parties. (laughs) Parking, pets, and parties. Um, We have a young uh, market here, quite to be honest. Baby boomers and the millennials, just most of the people you see in, in our buildings and communities. Um, well, less of the baby boomers, to be honest, because uh, we have more millennials mm-hmm. staying with us. There's a unique challenge that we have. 
I wouldn't call it a challenge. I would call it an opportunity. Mm-hmm. It's uh, we don't have much education into what freehold property is, how it operates, what's the relationship between unit one and unit two in the same building, what is the responsibility of the owner in the community, and what is the responsibility of the tenant in a community, a freehold community. Mm. Uh, We have issues where uh, owners assume or presume that um, we, as community managers, are responsible for in-unit uh, repairs and maintenance, insurance, and things like that. And we have some who don't understand what the service charges are supposed to cover, what community management entails, what is common areas, where does it start, where does it end. Mm. So this actually comes out when there is a crisis, a disaster, when there's a major mm. leakage in an apartment and the owner is claiming you as a community manager to repair in-unit damages caused by an in-unit defect Mm. using common area funds. Well, it's a bit of a challenge enough. It has happened countless times to me where you are standing in a flooded apartment Mm. trying to explain what the owner's responsibilities are, Mm. what you can do to help them. Again, it comes down to a place where you personalize the whole thing and based on the relationship you have, you try and explain that most of the time they do understand. But it would be nice if people have a broader sense of and a more in-depth sense of what they're buying into. Yes. We absolutely have the same situation here in Australia where a lack of knowledge and lack of education about what living in strata entails right down to how to read a strata plan and know where your lot ends and common property begins to what bylaws are and how to communicate with your strata manager. So in my mind, that all comes under the banner of education. So it sounds like in the UAE, you have the same difficulty with trying to get that education across to owners. Yeah, it's true. And once we have that education done properly, I'm sure the rest will fall into place. Yeah. Are there any plans to institute some educational programs for strata owners or managers? Is there anything on the horizon there in Dubai? It's actually available. We have um, uh, RERA, our regulator, real estate regulator authority, uh, that covers uh, freehold um, regulation. Yep. They're doing a great and fantastic job at offering uh, ongoing training, which honors uh, usually attend. I've attended a couple of uh, trainings with the uh, owners as well on the board. Yeah, so it's, it's available if an owner is interested. Great. If they have a commitment, the training is available. It's online. The community managers are willing and happy to help them. It's in our interest as well as community managers mm. to educate them as well. But yes, we have training available. It's readily available and most owners take advantage of that, to be honest, yeah. That's fabulous. That's great to hear. And I don't think we're quite at that stage yet here in Australia. There's a lot of talk about having education programs for committee members, but they are few and far between. And they certainly don't sound as accessible as um, they seem to be over in Dubai. So that's excellent to hear about that. Dubai is always leading in something, you know. (laughs) That's great. (laughs) This is Dubai, yeah. All right. On to the book question. Neville, you listen to the podcast, so you'll be used to this one. What books have had the greatest impact on you and why? Uh, I love the book, The Unstoppables by Bill Shelley. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, it's a book for entrepreneurs, really. It's a book that defines the qualities that make sure that you step out of the ordinary and you get used to operating in the extraordinary. Great. Uh, it's a motivational book. 
based on economics. Economics. <laughs> yeah. Okay. It's a really nice book. It's nice if you want to be um, tap into entrepreneurial power. Mm. It's really great. It's really mm. a nice resource book, and I would recommend it to anyone who's looking at upping up their games, whether they're employed or whether they're self-employed. It's really fantastic. It's a really great book. Yeah. Awesome. I shall be checking that one out and I'll put a link to that one in the show notes for our listeners as well. All right. Well, Neville, how do our listeners find out more about you? And is there anything you want to add before we say goodbye? Uh, well, nothing to add. Just uh, lovely to have you here. And um, this <laughs> is a great resource for me and other colleagues uh, here in Dubai. I've introduced some of my colleagues to this podcast and they find it very invaluable. Wonderful. And um, well... We'll be probably hearing more of Neville in the future, to be honest. (laughs) I really hope so, Neville. And thank you so much for reaching out. It's fabulous to hear that we have support over there in Dubai. It's really encouraging and we'll keep doing the hard work to um, keep our listeners happy. We would love to have you back. And if you are ever in Australia, you make sure to reach out to me and let's catch up. Thank you. And I would love to see you as well in Dubai. (laughs) After all the hard work in Australia, you should come and unwind in Dubai. Yeah, sounds good. It's on the list. Don't worry. (laughs) Thanks, Neville. That's welcome. Thank you for listening to Your Strata Property, the podcast which consistently delivers to property owners reliable and accurate information about their strata property. You can access all the information below this episode via the show notes at www.yourstrataproperty.com.au. You can also ask questions in the comments section, which Amanda will answer in her upcoming episodes. How can Amanda help you today?